Welcome to episode 399 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and I aim to play you shows that lack continuity. <laughs> Do realise that this show almost came out before last week's? I shall endeavour to explain for those of you not in the loop. On the 13th, along with various other associated miscreants, I went up to the Jazz Cafe to see the boys at the launch gig of their first studio album in 33 years, Punk Rock Menopause. As is my wont as an audio historian, I recorded said show on my trusty digital device for airing on episode 398, i.e. last week's show. With it already recorded, ready to rock and roll, I suddenly realised that I hadn't ascertained permission, even though I already had six days to hopefully get it, from boys head honcho Steve. Steve was quick to respond when I asked for the go-ahead to broadcast Honest John Plains gig at the Water Rats, which you can hear on episode 385. This time round, it's a whole band to ask. Fortunately, come Monday evening, which was the 22nd of future listeners, I was given the green light and was able to hit the return key. I think you'll have to agree. It was worth the wait. Right, on to this week's show. Sunday, which I'm sure you've already worked out, was the 21st of September. The Squirrel and I congregated in Camden in readiness for the last great dreamers, one and only, not counting the Sanctuary Studios in Watford dress rehearsal, 20 years in the waiting, reunion gig at the Purple Turtle. Support came from a band hitherto unknown to us, the Sonic Jewels. But after their 30-minute set, the Squirrel and myself made a beeline for the merch table, acquiring a CD in the process. The band describes themselves as an unholy amalgam of Hendrix, MC5, Wilco Johnson and the Stooges, whilst also giving a nod of approval to 70s glam rock at the monkey's wardrobe and the proverbial nail will have well and truly been hit on the head. The film crew we saw dotted around us, we assumed, were for the last great dreamers documenting possibly the band's last hurrah and we're just using the Sonic Jewels to set up. Wrong, the film crew were for the Sonic Jewels. In what capacity and what the end result is going to be I have no idea but I look forward to seeing it. The three-piece next doable gig is the 11th of December opening for the Rocking Birds at the Borderline. Unfortunately, the Squirrel and I will be at the garage seeing Reckless Love. I wonder if we could do both. Hello guys, we're the Sonic Jewels and uh, we're supporting the Last Great Dreamers this evening. Thank you all for attending. Smashing it. Kind of thing, that kind of thing. Okay, we're going to start with a grubby song called The Dark Road to Venus. Ready? One, two,
20 years is a long time full stop, but between gigs and an exclamation mark needs to be added. I can't remember the last time I saw Last Great Dreamers, but it was a venue not too dissimilar to the place the band are now booked to play. Only two bona fide Last Great Dreamer members are in the band tonight, although original drummer Steve Granger is in the audience, actually. He was stood right behind me. He's the guy you can hear chatting throughout the gig. Vocalist Mark Valentine and guitarist Slider are joined by Ian Scruffy Kick and Ginge on bass and drums, respectively, to promote, nay, celebrate the release of the band's lost second album, Crash Landing in Teenage Heaven. Recently, playing both albums, the debut being retrosexual, I think that the band was more of an influence that musical historians may have failed to recognise. Listening to the track Crash Landing, I found myself almost singing the wild hearts I want to go where the people go. I thought that the band got off to a slow, smouldering start, reacquainting themselves with long-lost friends in the shape of fans and songs. It was almost like watching a lit fuse. You could see it burning, slowly getting closer to the stick of dynamite. Before, bam, everything and everyone clicked. Admittedly, as I mentioned, having recently revisited their debut album and Crash Landing, they were very fresh and warm in my head. But seeing them live, I found myself singing along to all the songs with the memories of 1970s Muddy Holder cast-off suits and platform shoes. You may also hear the squirrel squeal with delight as the band began their encore with an old Silver Hearts track, Sunset Over Susie. And then, in a cloud of dust, actually, it was Slider's brothel creepers exploded. I kid you not, the band were gone. The poster for the gig may proclaim for one night only, with even Mark saying, see you in 2034. But I'm going with the band's website with, and I quote, the freshly reformed band celebrate their past while looking to the future as a clutch of live dates get the show back on the road. Clutch, in anybody's dictionary, is plural. Until next week, take it easy. Life
Faces there, it's just absolutely brilliant with people. None of you have changed at all. It's just that fat and ugly. We did actually, I'm sorry. That's the finale, man.
not with us anymore. There's a few of them. There's only one standing we can see here. It's Ray. And for Chris, lovely love. So now you remember love that. Top, top love.